0: Hello and welcome to the frontiers of space medicine. Your host is Dr. Misa. Just as a brief introduction, I am a medical doctor licensed in both the US and Japan. My specialty is internal medicine, particularly geriatrics and palliative care. In this podcast, I'll be introducing you to some of the research findings in the field of space medicine. Since I'm currently based in Japan, I will first start with the studies published by JAXA, or Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, but hopefully we will move on to cover research findings from all over the world. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out via a survey listed in description or tweet with a hashtag, frontspacemed, F-R-O-N-T-S-P-A-C-E-M-E-D. Thank you. In today's episode, I'm going to briefly go over the review article published in May 2021 in Nature Partner Journal, NPJ Microgravity, titled, Findings from Recent Studies by the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency Examining Musculoskeletal Atrophy in Space and on Earth. The reason why I chose this article was, as a geriatrician who specialized in the health of elderly population, weakening of muscle and bone is a big topic. It is known that microgravity, which means an environment like space where there is almost no gravity, the microgravity causes loss of muscle and bone. Even though astronauts exercise vigorously in space, spending at least two hours of exercise a day, astronauts lose about 5% of bone mineral density with some astronauts losing up to 15% of their bone. Similar changes happen to body when people are in bed rest, which means unable to get out of bed and walk around for a long time. If we could investigate the mechanism and preventive measures for weakening of muscle and bone, this would not only be helpful for astronauts, but also for improving quality of life for bed rest patients here on Earth as well. Since 1998, JAXA has conducted many studies on the ISS or International Space Station to understand muscle atrophy and osteopenia under microgravity. Osteopenia means weakening of the bone, but not to the extent of osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a medical condition where the bone becomes so weak that it is very prone to fractures. In space, Since there is almost no gravity, humans lose bone and muscle strength. Both muscle and bone are dynamic tissues, meaning they may look unchanged or the same, but they are undergoing continuous synthesis and degradation. There are a lot of enzymes, hormones, and genes involved with muscle and bone turnover, and we have found many mechanisms, both molecular and physiological, that contribute to changes in musculoskeletal dynamics. On the ISS, there is a Japanese laboratory called Kibo, which is equipped with cell biology experiment facilities with microscopy, aquatic habitat, mouse habitat unit, and multiple artificial gravity research system. Studies on cells, nematodes, fish, mice, and humans have been conducted here and I'll introduce some to you. One study on fish revealed that although they are in water and do not walk or go against gravity as much as other animals do, fish also do lose their strength in teeth and bones and something called osteoclast is activated. As I mentioned, bone is a dynamic tissue, that is continuously building and breaking down the current bone. The main cell that makes bone is called osteoblast and the main cell that breaks down the bone is called osteoclast. So this fish study showed that even in fish, microgravity led to osteoclast to be more activated, meaning breakdown of bone was enhanced. In addition, this study took a look into a hormone called melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that regulates your sleep cycle and sometimes we use melatonin as a medication for insomnia and jet lag. In this study, when melatonin was given to the fish, there was an increase in hormones that stop osteoclast, and there was a decrease in hormones that activate osteoclast. This might indicate that melatonin is a potentially a good pre- preventive medication for osteoporosis not just in space but also here on earth as well. In humans, a lot of different exercise programs and devices have been tried on astronauts to see what works best. Recently, lower body negative pressure devices, also known as LBNP, has been assessed. This device, LBNP, is expected to improve a condition called orthostatic intolerance, which means human body, upon return to earth, has difficulty regulating their blood flow from legs to heart and head, causing astronauts to become very dizzy and even faint when they stand up against gravity. Also, development of something called exercise pills is underway. As mentioned before, Oshinan spend more than 2 hours a day for exercise to to prevent muscle and bone loss. This is a big sacrifice of astronauts' precious operational time. Exercise pills are aimed to mimic the physiological changes that happen from exercise, for example, conversion of muscle fibers to use more oxygen, and increasing of lipid lipid metabolism or burning of the fat, These are desirable changes that happen by exercise. If safe and effective exercise pills could be developed, this would not only be beneficial for astronauts' health, but also for people on Earth who cannot easily exercise, for example post-op patients and quadriplegic patients. To summarize, researchers have found many mechanisms, both molecular and physiological, that contribute to musculoskeletal atrophy in space. Prevention of musculoskeletal atrophy is still a challenge and a lot of studies on its mechanism and possible pharmacological interventions are underway. It is an exciting field as these studies could also lead to anti-aging and improvement of quality of life for elderly patients here on earth. Thank you for listening and see you next time.